The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 328. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside my Italian meatball, Brian Altana. Brap! Brap indeed, friend. Just one today. Just one? Yeah, why not? Because you're sad. Yeah, let that other shoe drop whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are, of course, sad because the third voice for the last time, the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Beyond, beyond, you're uh, leaving us. I don't. I don't think I'll. I'll be. It's. It won't be the last time. I'll you will be never back. come back Fuck, to this Comex show. has been on like 145 times since he's been gone. I know. That's once not true. Yeah, from the grocery time. store. No, he called yeah, in from, once. He called from in the grocery once. store, and then he was at 300, and I'll be at events and stuff. Comex sure. called him from a grocery store. Yeah, on. Uh, yeah, on the last night, on um, the night the PS4 got announced, uh, the day ap- applesauce and almond butter. He, that's exactly. He was that like listing butter. off what Chips. he was buying, and then Greg was like, "All right," and hung up on him. And then the next that day, man, he got that man off. eats healthy. He knows what's up. Yeah, uh, you are leaving of your own volition. I am. That's, that's that's a rarity for podcasts yeah. beyond hosts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you can't. Where are you going? Tell us about where you're going. Uh, what's I next? Announce so, it next week. I'll say it soon. You suck. It's something different. But, so everyone uh, should follow you on Twitter for the announcement. Yeah, you can follow me on. Can you say it? Say at Garfep. Yeah. Andrew see. Goldfarb so is Garfep. Just I, yeah, yeah, it took me this yep. many years yeah. to get it. Just Greg, in time, you got it. Last time. Garfep is. Yeah. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. Right. That's how it's spelled out. If you need it. Yes, exactly. But no, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to say very soon. I just you know a little bit of overlap issues, but yeah, very very soon I can say. How and, long um, have you worked at IGN? Two. It'll be like just hitting two and a half years. My first stuff was well, I mean, in my office first stuff. My first stuff was from New York for I did uh, strategy guides for Mark Ryan and stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I went to E3 2011 media running. So I went to I think that's where I met you for the first time. Yeah. Um, I went to all the booths and got assets and stuff, and then uh, Colin Campbell took over news, started writing for him from New York, and then started in the office in August of 2011, very mm-hmm. end of August. So how go. how uh, how was it? Good, great. I mean, man, yeah, it was so good. I'm leaving. Yeah. How was the sex? Uh, ooh. Uh, with you, or he's talking specifically? Um, One way no. ticket to pound. I never yeah, gave exactly. you that. So no, it was good. It was it was great. I mean, I I I'm leaving here with like some of the best friends I have, and oh, you know, like sure. I'm have had incredible experiences. I've met incredible people. Like I obviously. So what 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 did what did it do for the video game industry for you? Like has it changed your perception of the way games are made? Like has it? Because I know when I went to art school, and all of a sudden I learned 
how everything was made, it changed going to a gallery for me. So I, this sure. job did the same for video games to me. For some good and some bad. It's just pumping that lube yeah, out. Three pumps. Oh, yeah. for... I, I, I do it on my whole body. Mind. I do it on my whole body. Everybody See, watched last week's Beyond. They know. 30 seconds I mean, ago, we I'm were... lubing up, everybody, just like we talked about. <laughs> 30 seconds ago, we were jokingly making sexual references to each other. Oh, now it's all over his face. We <laughs> 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 got like a million bucks. Look at how much is on your head. It's like Ross Al Ghul yeah, coming no. out of the pit over here. You're not like you're like ten dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like the Matrix when like he first comes off the thing. God, oh, you're hey, so oozy and slippery. I, well, you know what? Again, you you weren't here last week. We yeah. we discovered that Beyond is the perfect time to put the lube on. To lube it up. Yeah, yeah. because well, yeah. we just normally don't do it on camera. Well, we did it last week. We all oh. did it. Yeah, oh. we all wow. we all joined me in Lazarus. Now only one of us is. <laughs> Keep going. You talk about the industry. industry. In between your fucking, oh, my hand ugh. is so. My hands are. They hurt. My skin they're, hurts. They have nooks and crannies. They got the nooks and crannies. They're yeah. the Thomas English muffins yeah. of hands. They collect all the lotion. That yeah. makes sense. The Thomas English muffins of hands. What, what are you gross at? You were here last time. Yeah, but I, now it's all over your head. Yeah. Like, I feel so good. Anywhere. Your face is all red oh. now. Like, it actually it did worse things to your face. You're, I, yeah, that like a little patch of dry skin. <laughs> like a little demon pig man. <laughs> no, uh, Did it change the video game industry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, for sure. I, 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 you I, ever I, see your heroes lube up? <laughs> In that way, it certainly did. No, I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot. Uh, about like the the depth side of it, and in this specific job, God, it's like all about learning, like f- listening to financial calls and learning like kind of the business side of it. And so I think in that way, I've definitely learned a lot. But um, I think I think that like uh, meeting the people who make video games is incredible, and it, it changes your. I, when I was younger, I did a lot of what the the commenters do, where they go, "Oh, they're those those developers are just being lazy. They could have easily made yeah. this game twelve players instead of eleven. And they're like, "No, that to do that means we had a." Turn all the ladders in the game upside down. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even know that, but you hear stuff like that on the inside, and it's it's fascinating to hear like what what actually goes into making a game. It made it made me appreciate things more and uh, be less dismissive about even even like the worst games have people working on them to make parts of them good, as you know, as sure. we've learned before. So yeah, especially that shoots and ladders game that you just broke the embargo shoots on shoots and ladders the, too. The twelve player shoots and yeah. ladders game. With we had to turn ladders. all the ladders upside down. <laughs> It's like Titanfall, but with uh, snakes and slides. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to miss you a lot. Yeah, Obviously, you, you leaving Obviously, is... Colin's going to miss me a lot because he came in and did the show. Good point. Good point. Yeah, there's no no taxation, no Colin Moriarty yeah. on this show. We delayed putting it up on Tuesday because yeah. Colin was gone still at a PlayStation event with yep. Vince. He didn't get back in time. So we said we'd do it Wednesday. Wednesday morning came around. He accepted the invite yesterday for the podcast. Then today it was like, oh, I can't do it. I have to go to lunch with these developers. I have a demo. It's okay. I'm going to see him. We'll get, we'll get some Well, yeah, you see him yeah. outside. It's not like, yeah. like it's, I guess it's important to the people who are listening or viewing this show that, yeah, yeah it's not like you're dead to him. You, right, see right, him right. you saw him this morning. That's true. For like 10 seconds. Yeah, you're, you're sort of dead to him. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, we're a very resilient group here. People come and go all the time, and the ones that stay are the ones that stay forever. And, you know, sometimes people leave, and we just shake them off real quick. You know, just... You don't strike me as a shaker offer. I think you're going to keep I'm going to text Brian every night. I was going to say, you're going to keep on keeping on. We have a little group chat with me, Mitch, Marty, and Brian. I'm going to keep that going. That's cool. I didn't want to be part of it anyway. So I got nothing. I'm not, you, do, I don't, you do enough. I don't look at my phone. You don't even, Okay. All right, fine. You just text me pictures of Fortillo's balls. Jesus, he doesn't have balls anymore. What, you, sent, you sent me a weird one. Why did you oh. say that like it's a new, a new thing? 
What? He doesn't have balls anymore. Like, like well, it just I, I was happened. more offended yeah. that he's not caught up on where Pertillo's genitals are. Yeah. Oh. That they've, he's I, never I'm known sorry. Pertillo's with balls. P- Pertillo and I, <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about the neutering. I didn't mean to bring up Huck okay. memories. Yeah, it's, it hurts a lot for him. Speaking of memories, topic of the week, of course, is Goldfarb leaving. Most questions Ooh. involve something about it, but Charlie Gadsden writes in, says, Beyond. Beyond. Beyond! I bid farewell and happy travels to Andrew Goldfarb. But first, Andrew, are there any IGN memories you would like to share before you move on? To the IGN Afterlife. And Greg, Colin, and Altano, do you have any other noteworthy memories for Andrew? Also, will his legacy be mentioned in the same breath as the great Jim Riley? <laughs> Charlie his- says, my personal memory of Goldfarb is that the first time he wrote into Podcast Beyond, my email was also read for the first time. Oh, wow. Look at that. We look at, a, look at how much bond. you've accomplished and how nothing. Charlie Gatson's done <laughs> yeah. nothing with his life. We're, we, have a, we have a life bond forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, give me some IGN memories. What, what stands for, out to you? There's not, like, this one big thing, but it's, it's the little things, like, sitting across from Clements every morning and coming in and doing, like, the stupidest hypotheticals. Like, every, mm-hmm. Clements would sit down and be like, hey, how's it going? And then, like, five minutes later, we're, like, in tears laughing at, like, a hypothetical about if a robot stormed through the wall. Like, it was, yeah. like, the, the weird shit like that and, like, a... Every morning, hearing you talk to Charles about what kind of sandwich you brought for him that day, and then having like him being like, "Please stop making me sandwiches." <laughs> the next day, bring him another one. Like it's all like the little things and the people um, that obviously bring up a lot, uh, and like events and stuff. Like when we went to Judges Week and kept going to that fucking IHOP like over and right, over again. Right, right, right. And all those little things are fun. Uh, some of the weird events, like seeing the most ridiculous game reveals, and the moment we found stuff out, like you know, Wii U and weird shit like that, is just like I don't know. It's it's strange. I'm, I'm not going to remember any one thing so much as just remembering like the friends and kind of the family atmosphere. Yeah, I talk about that a lot about how it's not really this job is not really about like the the playing the video games at work is it's awesome and talking about video games like we do every day here is fantastic. But it's like the the little moments with people that mm-hmm. never get caught on camera because you'd have to like send in a video support request and get a video guy to come in and he'd be like, "All right, you know, wh- who has the weirdest boobs in comic books?" Like that'll just never end up anywhere. But you have stupid conversations like that yep. all day. Like I just turn around, I sit five feet from Greg. I turn around every single day. We have incredibly dumb conversations about things. None of them are documented, and I'll never, you know, I, I won't have those to watch when I'm gone. But you can remember them. So that's yeah. when, I, when I was your manager. That's that's basically all we did. And I always told you to go home early. You <laughs> never did. You never did. I, I felt like the worst boss because it was the first time I was a, really a boss. And I was like, I'm your boss. And I was like, Goldfarb, you work too hard. Take tomorrow off. And you'd be like, No. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's so messed up. You know how messed up that is. <laughs> I don't respect your authority. Yeah, in like, the it's, least. The, it's the and I was like, Do I have to be a dick? Do I have to fire him for a day? <laughs> Just to get him to go, get off on Monday, but no, well, he gets off every day. He gets off every yeah. day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the weirdest thing. Coming in as a fan, like, and and you know, like people listening to this podcast might experience this. You know, Jimmy Champagne or somebody's gonna have this. Yeah. Like, coming into the office on the first day, and I sat by like like you. Um, so when I first came, it was I sat by you, Miggles, Peter, Jack, and Justin. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was weird, and Damon too, but it was weird, like, Damon would walk over and have a conversation with you and Greg, and, like, it's this weird thing where, like, yeah, it is all this stupid hypotheticals and this weird, stupid conversations we have that are essentially what people are used to hearing on the podcast, you know? So it's, like, that weird, holy shit, like, this is just I'm the living people. the podcast. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, you say that all the time, that, like, oh, if you know me from the podcast, you know me better than anyone, but it, it is true. That is, like, what the office atmosphere is like, is yeah. this, you know? And that's, that's crazy. And I, I don't think every job is like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's laid back and it's very conversational, but also when it's 
high strung and very stressful. Like we're all in it together. Like people are ordering pizza, people are working late, people are running in every different different direction, wearing fifteen different hats, trying you know doing everything they can. So yeah, that's what, yeah. I mean. E3 right is always what yeah. I think about. Like yeah. when we're all in that room together. Like today, like the new guys were you know Brian and Vince are talking about. Uh, Vince had explained to Brian what an Airbnb was. And, and Vince is like, it's great, you know, you can you, you have like a you know flatware and a kitchen, and you can put you can go to the store and put stuff in the fridge. And I'm like, you never will fucking do that. You're <laughs> going to work all day long, go home, crash, yep. wake up, and do it again. Yep. You're not going to go yep. sit. I was in my hotel room for like four hours a night during. And E3. All you do yeah. is come yeah. home and sleep. Yep. That's what you do during E3. Yep. And that it's and when you're not there, you're running around the floor to run back to the yep. war room or the you know whatever or whatever, or whatever office we've set or, up. Yeah, yeah, and then sit around. Yeah, and I, I write, wore write, write. I wore a pedometer at E3 last year. And I think I walked like 11 or 12 miles a day, just back and forth around the show floor. You especially delivering the awards and yeah, stuff. And yeah, and awards. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. A lot of people watch it, and they, they only see like the 30-second videos where like, this year's hottest, the latest and greatest games, and blah, blah, blah. And that's part of it, but that's a minute out of you know a 40-hour day. Yeah. So, God, I'm going to miss you. I'll miss you, too. Not to get self, like sad. No, no, no. It's it's. Totally I'm happy fun. for you, but I'm gonna miss you. Like you're, you know, you're one of my favorite people in the world. And I like having you around, legitimately. And Thank I think, you. like, your story of coming in as an IGN fan and then doing this show that you used to listen to, like, it's surreal. You know, it's very, it's, it's insane to, to see something like that happen and to go from when you first met me, you were very much like, "Hi, Brian." And I was like, "Hi." And now, like, we talk all the time. We're, you know, we're like best friends, and it's, yeah, it's it's just really cool. And I wish you the best. And you busted your damn ass here. And you really need to start taking those days off, even if I'm not <laughs> When you get there, be, just be like, by the way, Brian, gave me, a, of, Brian gave me a I've lot of I've got this card. <laughs> They're like, this I doesn't work. Jail free. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, thank you. And it is, again, like the little things I'll remember, like uh, VGA is 2011 with you and Colin, I think Walter. Right. Eating pizza. Being there, taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah just like goofy conversations. Yeah, for me, stuff. it's weird that you're talking about it too. Like, you know, and I think of like my favorite goal for our memory. Not one jumps out, but like the ones that jump out are the ones that are Panda Musk animated from this podcast, yeah. right? Like when yeah. you retold the story of, oh, how do we stop sweating? Like me and <laughs> yeah. Simon still say that to this day whenever <laughs> one of us says something about being hot. Well, how do I stop sweating? Yeah. And then like, I wasn't even on the Beyond, but the one where you ate an apple into the mic and it's all <laughs> animated and awesome. I'll embed all these in the podcast Beyond article. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? That, I'm going to get this off my chest. Eustace and X meet, ate an apple every single day. That is such a gross secondhand noise. Yeah, sure. No, <laughs> no one's attracted to eating an apple. No, no, no. I know. There's you could have the most beautiful person in the world sit right next to you and be like, <laughs> and like, ah, oh, stop it. Yep. Yeah, you hear into a microphone. Apparently, mm-hmm. yeah. That was the weird thing. I did. Uh, I gave up coffee for six months. I, I replaced it with apples. It was that the worst. Six months you did that? Yeah. You crazy man? Yeah, I know. Six months? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. Now I just drink more coffee and never eat apples. <laughs> it's that life is so dumb like that. You're like, oh, I didn't yeah. do it, and then no, you're just it back. It didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You didn't live yeah. longer. Ironside Joe is another one. You might. Oh, Ironside Joe, one of my favorites. You gonna take that with you? That little drawing? Uh, yeah, I put it in my bag just now. I cleared out my desk yesterday. That was weird. Yeah. Did you throw um, away the drawing I gave you? No, the one says work. I've the three I'm keeping are. It drew, Brian drew himself when he was my boss because he like wasn't in the office that day or something. So it's just a perfect character of him with his middle finger. I'm just says work in like <laughs> like huge letters. And I have Ironside Joe, and then um, Panda when he was in the office drew uh, Elizabeth from Bioshock saying get back to work. Or yeah, yeah, so yeah. Those three, I'll, I'll keep in my desk for. So cool. that was cool too. I mean, you were the hugest Bioshock fan before you started here, right? And you got to like, I mean, you went right to the surface of the sun on that one. Oh like, yeah, you met you met Troy Baker, uh, you met uh, Courtney Draper, you met uh, 
Ken Levine multiple times. They're friends now. Yeah, you guys are buddies now. Christmas cards. Now you guys have totally <laughs> casual conversations about soup and the yeah, afterlife. Yeah. I don't know he why I said that. Like, laundry. Soup. 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 You got some soup. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw the rise and fall mm. of SF Soup Co. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In my time here. Yeah. Of, no, you, it's a chain. You saw the rise and fall of, of one, one out of like 40 of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coming in, uh, being the Bioshock guy was fun. Like, I went with Charles to play it yeah. in 2011 when it was finally playable. And, yeah. Is that the real reason you're leaving? Like, it's done now, pretty much. Like, yeah, it'll be another I, I was only, years I was only here to cover Infinite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you did it. Yeah. I'm not going to Irrational, by the way. Everyone thinks I'm going to Irrational. I'm not going there. Don't just start knocking out things now. Yeah. yeah. Don't be such a naughty dog about where you're going. <laughs> such a sly. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could say his exit is infamous. <laughs> I guess you could say he's going to work for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't drive club crazy. <laughs> he looks like a real rock star to me. It'd be cool if you're going to be like Shuhei's number two. Oh, my God. I would take that job in a second. Oh, well, there you go. New job. people. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. new dedication. You'd yeah. be like his salacious crumb. <laughs> yeah, I would be exactly like his salacious like, ah! <laughs> And he would just point at things. Me by I know I should know yeah. that name, but I... He's I, a little Jabba rat that lives yeah. on Jabba the Hutt's Thank lap. you, yeah. thank you. And now, I'm not like, saying Shuhei's Jabba the Hutt, but he's a yeah. powerful man. Sure, no, yeah, he's, I, I don't he's think like anybody... In, like he's uh, figuratively Jabba the Hutt in terms of the power that, yeah. he, that he holds. Yeah, he also has a... a a monster living underneath his bed. <laughs> Jack Trenton. <laughs> uh, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Goldfarb pointed out. No Collins. No Collins, so no one did the Roper Report. Here. So we need to look at that we'll real quick. Blog roll, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it's easy. It, there was, I mean, like, yeah, for PlayStation, they finally announced the Slim. The, for North the, America. The North American Vita Slim is coming in a Borderlands 2 bundle. Yep. Are you, you, ha- you have the Slim now, right? And you or two. It. I have the Slim. I, no, I totally love it. I was playing I'm on the train keep... today. It's so light. The big fingers in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, there's bigger holes for my fat fingers. I thought you said it came with big fingers on the back. That's what I like. They just, exactly. me. <laughs> They're just touching me the whole time. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the OLED enough. Uh, we were just talking about this in, in the car, but I think... Um, for me, the biggest selling point on Vita Slim is the non-proprietary charging port, like being able to use a right. micro USB thing. Yeah, Same yeah. cord on, I'm using for PS4 to charge controllers anyway. Yeah, like, that's nice that they've that moved everything really to nice. that. Same thing yeah. with the new Pulse headset, or what they call it, new golden yeah, headset, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that's the one Scott's. He's reviewing, reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done, he's put up first impressions, but it uses the same micro USB. Yeah, USB. I'm a big fan of the more things we can charge in the hey! same place. Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, making his return to podcast beyond Jack DeVries. Hey, Jack. He was no, told no, ahead no, of time he could. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. There's, a, there's a chair in the corner Good. over there. You're come, um, come hang out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Bust on in. Nobody's watching. Oh, don't knock down the microphones. Yeah, wow. There we go. <laughs> I'm back to blow the place up. <laughs> it just turns out he's murdered everyone out Jesus. in the lobby so far. We just didn't know. Yes. You don't hey. know. You got this guy. You're all set. Oh, okay. I had this oh, all set up for you. Oh, well, I, I knew you were coming. I was ready. Yeah. Oh, we, we talked it excellent. out ahead of time. Hi, Jack. Yeah. Hey, hi, you look, Ryan. You look great. You do. Yeah, last time I saw you had long hair and like a beard. Yeah, yes, yeah. I was a homeless person. <laughs> you yeah. let, you'd really yeah. let yourself go, and it's happy you pulled together. I got all like... You know, Brian Altano big, and then I... Oh, man, that's... Yeah. That, wow. <laughs> oh, damn. We we never complimenting you again. We yeah. saw a picture of Brian uh, wearing, like... It was from when Super Mario 3D Land launched, yeah. and it was, like, the the raccoon ears, like a Mario hat, and he had yeah. fucking... I was launching yeah. a personal game, Rock Bottom, <laughs> <laughs> that week. So You look good. 
Thanks. This yeah, is not about me, though. This is about yeah. you leaving. All right. And yeah, this is his final podcast. Yeah, I'm sure weird. you know. You keep up on yeah. the Twitter. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I heard that you're. You made the joke about me finding a place closer to my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I was right on Like Merrigan Subshop. Oh, Merrigan Subshop down at Second and Brandon in San Francisco, California. The finest sub establishment here in the San Francisco Bay Area. When I need a sandwich, I go to Merrigan Subshop. And nowhere else. We really want Merrigan Subshop to give us free subs. Jack, what's your favorite Andrew Goldfarb memory? Um, it's the first Andrew Goldfarb memory when he sent us a racist puppet to the games by the briefings. No, not a racist puppet. Oh, <laughs> you guys right. turned into a racist puppet. You having the puppet made yes. it a racist puppet. Mm. It was a puppet of a felt black man that Andrew Goldfarb controlled, so, thus making it a mm, racist puppet. My my roommate and I in New York had had a set of puppets. <laughs> right, uh, to go I with your robes. I sent one uh, to the Game Spider Briefings. That was... 2009 or something? Yeah. Why don't you just send in like, a nice bottle of booze or something like a normal man? you got to send a racist-ass puppet uh, to a it podcast. It wasn't racist. It, 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 it became super racist from what I hear. It's not of an afro. <laughs> it was, oh, my God. Uh, well, what happened, we got the puppet, and Scott Brownlee put it on his hand and was just like, yeah. oh, hello. And we're like, no, put that down <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yep. Do not yeah. finish this sentence. Do not finish yep. this thought. Yep, yep. You sent me a Walking Dead guy. I still have him on my desk. I did. It's still on your desk, yeah. Yeah. I remember this is a weird gift from a random fan. Yeah, you're like, oh, and you moved burned it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. My other favorite one is uh, right before you got hired, mm-hmm. um, Colin Campbell asked me about you. And he was like, is this guy all right? And I was like, oh, that, that's that fan. He, like, sends people stuff, and he always shows up with the things. And he's like, so a bit of a stalker, eh? And I was like, yeah, but he seems pretty harmless. I don't see any problem with letting him come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're here. And it worked Two out. Two and a half years later. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I met you. So the first time I met you was at the the uh, like official 3DS launch in like March of 2011. Yeah. And you it was, you were like you guys were like I didn't meet up and like only me and one other kid came and yep, who and who was underage. I found out after I gave him a bunch of four locos. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. we walked through a a Dwayne Reed finding yep. a birthday card for my 40 something year old date. Yep. Um. So that was yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a terrifying adventure. Why would you do that to him? <laughs> what, a, what a great IGN meet and yeah. greet. Yeah. Dude, Rich left me with the only two fans, and I was like, yeah. all right, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I completely wow. forgot Rich was even there until you said that. That was the first time I met Rich, too, then, probably. Or, yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Yeah, 2011 was crazy. I mean, 2011, I went to Craig Harris's meet and greet in New York. I was the only fan who showed up to that one. Then I went to your, your thing in March in New York where I met you and Rich and the one other kid, and then started writing strategy guides, like, Literally the next week, and then what came, was your what was your first uh, strategy guide you wrote for us? Uh, Duo Decim, I think, on PSP. Oh, okay. the Final Fantasy fighting game, yeah. yeah. Wow. Jumped right in. Yeah, that's right. And then I did uh, Lego Pirates and a few other things. Uh, but then I went to E3 and did media running right after that, and then all this oh, that's other right. stuff happened. Ran you ragged. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. We're like, are we paying that kid yet? Nah. <laughs> Whatever. Go get another USB drive. Jack. Yeah. You're here on Podcast Beyond. I am. Because you're delivering Second me time something. Ever. Yeah, really? That's Maybe embarrassing. That we should have had you a little more than that. Ooh. You used to work at IGN. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you left. Yes. Then you started making a card game. 
Yes. And now you're here to deliver my cards that I bought off Kickstarter. I, 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 and yeah. mine, and mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's like mostly, a... mostly gold farms, because oh. he also got a t-shirt. Oh. Yeah, he backed us Ooh. at a higher level. Yeah. Hey, you know, you were the first Kickstarter I ever did, and it was one of those things where I'm like, clearly this isn't going to get funded. <laughs> Here's just enough thanks to get for, me a pack uh, of cards. Thanks for skipping the comedy buttons. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't right. need me at all, oh. you green oh, bastards. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. This is like legit. This is, great. This is, this is a legit card game. It's, wow, it's yeah. an actual no, product. Well, they, yeah. they all we sell it and everything. Wow. It's real. Yeah. Speaking of skipping Kickstarters, I'm sorry I skipped yours because everyone's getting prizes but me right now. Yeah. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, All right, so okay. explain no, Room Party to everyone. So Room Party is a party game about throwing parties. So every player is throwing a party and you're trying to make yours awesome while you sabotage other people's. So kind of like Munchkin or Flux for you nerds <laughs> who play, you know, games that aren't video games. Um <laughs> It's really simple. Pick them and play. Cards are either good or they're bad. You can figure it out. You slap them all down. Um, our Kickstarter did really well because of a niche group of fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're like, called furries. Who like the artwork that uh, we our artist does because they, they are a team that does a graphic novel um, that was up for an Eisner a couple years oh, wow. ago called oh, wow. uh, Nordgard. And so um, they just like blew it out of the water. And we were like, okay, guys, like, we get to this stretch goal. We'll make an expansion pack just for you. Yeah. And we're like, lulz, we're going to get near it, and we're going to take all that money. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. And they just were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. So, yeah, I, got, so, I remember when the update came through, you're like, and you, we hit, we a stretch goal achieved. We're giving you this new pack. I'm like, what's the new pack? Oh, a bunch of furries. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Guess yeah, it. Yeah, so now I'm going to ask you a question. Logical. On, on, this, uh, on this Furcon expansion, there is a dragon eating a fox. Yeah, there is. Is that legal in the furry world? Yeah, dragons aren't furry. That seems like cannibalism. Yeah, well, I guess it's cannibalism if it's another dragon. I think there's a lot of rules oh, about that. I didn't point. know animals were allowed to it's, eat each it's other. It's not so much like legal <laughs> as new. it is a fetish, I would okay. say. Okay. Oh. A lot of those things. So the, the furry deck is actually, if you get any of the jokes, it's actually really funny. I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> um, but it's all inside jokes. Um, so, so, yeah, it's fine. So, like... But the main deck is all kind of general geekery, so kind of any, everywhere from comic books to video games to sci-fi and stuff, um, and it's very like anecdotal based on the kind of just shit we've seen going to parties for conventions. Sure, for sure, sure, sure. I mean, you've all sure. been there, so awesome. So yeah, so there's good thing, there's cool things you can have a DJ at your party, but then also you can have like a fat guy in spandex. So <laughs> that's what I want. That's so, the yeah, bad. Is I'm that usually the, that guy. Oh, that's <laughs> an extra good card, of course. Oh, that's Obviously. a good card no, to have. No, the spandex guy is bad. <laughs> you get people what, uh, talking about that party then. Yeah. Oh, this is the um, the bonus pack from the Kickstarter. So we mm. got a bunch of guest artists to do cards for us. So uh, Zach Weiner from SMBC Comics did a card. Um, Kent Mutal from Telltale Games did a card. Sweet. Um, uh, Matt Haley who does comics all over the place um uh, a bunch of other people whose names cool. can't that's remember. right yeah. no, you did <laughs> there's, a boob, there's a boob card in there yeah it's my favorite one just one oh. no it's two it's Two uh, boobs. Oh, it's one card with two boobs. Yes, one yeah. card with two boobs. I'm glad you just split them up. That would have yeah, been, that would have been yeah. a what? There's two boob. one <laughs> I went to a party that had one boob. I went to a party with the other boob. Yeah. Let's be friends. Can people still get Room Party if they want to? Yes, if you go to roompartygame.com, you can order it off the interweb. You don't have to buy the furry one if you don't want it. <laughs> can I sell mine? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm fucking around. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm glad you delivered. Thanks, Jack. Uh, right. Now, yeah. do you have to go deliver them to everyone? from Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually hand-delivering them to every single person just wow. to save the $5 tickets. shipping. <laughs> cool. That's rad. Do you have time to hang out for the rest of the show? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, great. Okay, awesome. great. great. There it uh, is. What else is on the Ro- Roper Report? Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Whatever new, what, yeah. What news happened this week? The Vita Slim. Vita yeah. Slim. There were a bunch. Of, so there were a bunch of Vita games announced. Let me skip to that. Actually. Oh right, right. I'm on the PS. Miramasa Baby is coming over. Yep. Finally. So Murasaki's Baby is coming to North America. Um, they announced uh, no puzzles allowed and no heroes either. I believe it's called um, for Vita, which is um, a sequel to a PSP game. I want to say mm-hmm. that sounds like um, an NIS game. What else? <laughs> um, uh, Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma is coming to Vita. Oh, and God of War Collection got an April release date for Vita because that was announced at E3, and cool. then like everyone kind of forgot about it. That's a that's um, a perfect game for Vita, but it's only um, one and two. It's is that what the original collection was too? I've, they've yeah. done yes. so yes. many yes. collections now. Okay, God of War okay. Origins was like the PSP games or whatever, right? Like right. God of War, right, right, right. HD, and then there was like a third one that combined those two. But yeah. this is just that first part. I mean, theoretically, they could do the other thing, too, later. I think that's it. I mean, there was there were some other little smaller Vita game announcements, but the big thing is obviously the Those Vita Slim. Those weren't the small Vita game announcements? Um, <laughs> 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 it's yeah, it's a cold think, world um, out there, Jack. Yeah. I think the, the biggest news is obviously the Vita Slim and Borderlands 2 were the, were the big things. And Borderlands 2 has cross-save, comes with six DLC packs. But so all of the stuff that you've done already in the PS3 version will just carry right over. I'm hoping the way they yeah, worded they, it, it's it's not 100 yeah, percent clear. They make it sound like if you start playing on Vita, you'll be able to go to PS3. I don't know if they're saying I can import my 200 plus. Like I don't know if it's going to be any save created after that date can go back and forth, or if they can patch in so old saves work. They haven't said. Um, we also like so we've never seen that game unless Colin and Vince finally saw it. Um, I don't know. But they've never shown it running or anything. Like, I still don't understand how it's possible to get Borderlands 2 running on a Vita, but I guess we'll see. I hope it's really well. Spring is what they're saying. That'd be awesome if uh, it runs well and is awesome and I can play it. Yeah, on Amazon, the pre-order <laughs> thing says March 18th for the mm. Vita Slim bundle, but they haven't, like, confirmed that date. But that sounds like it's That'd be crazy. Out. That's not far. No, yeah. exactly. And then here's this game no one's played. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, and it's not so... It's being made by the guys who made Dive Kick uh, at Iron Galaxy, and Sony's publishing it, so it's not, like, 2K Gearbox. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure they're involved in some way, but Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's the big stuff. PS4, um, I don't think there's anything too crazy. They, oh, play, PS... they played more of Second Son. More of Second Son. They really liked it. And some stuff they said they weren't allowed to talk about yet. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I'm, I'm looking through the blog roll right now to see what see we actually know up. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can actually talk about before we just I don't think there were any trouble. big PS4 announcements unless I'm totally blanking on something this week. Um, mm. One thing for PS3, so Batman... Arkham Origins Blackgate was for 3DS and Vita. Mm-hmm. And then on Microsoft's site, they outed it's coming to Xbox Live Arcade. Um, okay. It's called Deluxe Edition. They haven't technically confirmed it for PS3 yet, but I would guess it's a pretty safe bet that that'll be PS3 as well. Sure. Um, but Interesting game. Didn't really grab Greg or I. Man, no. I was so excited for it too, but I played like five minutes. I was like, meh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Which it sounds so. It's, it sounds awesome. I mean, it sounds like a yeah, side scrolling Metroid Batman game. Yes, hundred percent. Like that it should be perfect. Take two but... things I love and mash them together. Yeah. But then, and... then, by that thing, then every like NES and Super NES Batman game should have been good. And yeah. They were True. Yeah. But yeah. Man, this is Armature. It's the guys who made Metroid Prime. Yeah. It's not a bad game. It just didn't really do it for me. I think maybe I'll yeah. give it another shot. It's on one console. of those. Yeah. I see it on my Vita all the time, and yeah. I'm like, one day, one flight, I'm going to come back to yeah. this and screw sure, around sure. With it again. Yeah. Yeah. I never got too deep into it, but um. I would like to at some point. Okay. Cool for mm-hmm. For the final time, tell me where I, What is Tal yelling? <laughs> We've got donuts. I okay, believe he just great. yelled. Yeah. Um, that's how IGN works. <laughs> <laughs> you just toss it out the trough and everyone runs <laughs> out. For the final time, <laughs> where will I go to find out about upcoming games? Uh, the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. <laughs> or Amazon. 
Uh, first off, people are asking about what segment we're going to name after you. Ooh. So, because we have to do something to honor your passing. Okay. Uh, Gold time. We'll talk when you're finally <laughs> gone. We'll talk about it. I think. I need okay. to. I need to. Con- okay. I need to confer. Uh, anyways, PlayStation Can we 3 games. we talk about microtransactions and call them cash for gold farbs? Ooh, That's really I like good. That. That's really good. Okay, all right. I you, like that. That's pretty good. You keep this up, you might be coming back more often. <laughs> all right. I'm applying to be the new gold farb. <laughs> PS3 you can games. just call me gold farb. Wow, that makes it they, easy. They called me the new gym for like two years, so it's fair. <laughs> uh, PS3 games, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. It's um, okay. Yeah, you've played it? <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm so I sat with Marty while he was playing a huge chunk of it, and on like my copy, I'm like maybe six hours in. Um, man, I have like 150 hours into 13, 13, 2 together. Like I'm the person who should care about this. Uh, but the story stuff is—it it just falls, falls totally flat for mm. me. Um, the um, battle system's rad. They took the paradigm system from 13 um, and to a lesser extent 13, 2 and made it like a solo thing. And it shouldn't work as well as it does, but it's really cool. But um, and the game still looks pretty in parts. You, but like you were saying, you put 100 hours into the last one, but you still don't really know what's going on in this one. I mean, I I know what's going on. It just I don't know. Like, the confusing thing is, like, so this game picks up 500 years after the end of 13-2. And (laughs) everyone looks the same. What does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, lightning has been, like, in a coma. It's a little... Wait, after the end of what part of 2, which was a time travel game, slash alternate universes? 13-2 does come to an end, like, in present day or whatever. This is 500 years after that, yeah. Because the idea of 13-2 is, like, you're going around killing paradoxes like and making paradoxes and so that you can paradox. make this timeline align or whatever you don't yeah, deserve I mean, to exist because it's different from my timeline yeah, genocide wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong um but yeah i mean third, lightning returns i um i don't know it, it it for me didn't hit marty gave it a seven i believe um yeah that's right which i might have gone a tiny bit lower than that but i think that's about right like the game it is not a bad game it's just like if you don't care about the story, you really won't care about the story. Like, it's like, you'll be skipping cutscenes. But gotcha. I, I still think the battle stuff is really fun. And, like, uh, it's much more, it has much more of, like, this open world feel where, like, especially when you get to, there's, like, four very distinct areas. There's two different cities. And then there's a huge, like, open wildlands, like, grasslands area. And then a desert. Um, and there's, like, day-night cycles. It's, like, different people are only available at different times. It has, like, the Majora's Mask thing where you have to, like, do certain things on certain days because the game, like, and, and you gain more days by completing stuff. Like, the systems of the game work really well. It's just, like, the story stuff doesn't really work super well. Mm, okay. Up next, Far Cry Classic. That's Ooh. been HDified. Of, of Far Cry 1? Yeah. Skullgirls Encore? It's back. Yeah, back and better than ever. That's yeah. what Encore means. Zombier. Did you review Skullgirls? No, I think Clement. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Zombier? Right. Zombier. Is it B-E-E-R? Yeah, like B-I-E-R. beer. Oh. Like beer. you're drinking a beer. Your beer's gone bad. Uh, yeah. The PlayStation. Here we go. But then it came back. <laughs> yeah. So it's skunked and then it's... It's the next day. It's the beer the next day. <laughs> yeah. See, now the PlayStation blog's mobile app doesn't show you all the words in uh-huh. the description. So here's how it goes before... It, this is I'm missing words. We'll fill in the blanks. You don't know what time it is. The phone rings. You wake up. The Mexican bar guy in thongs and your girlfriend's on t- phone threatening have a few drinks with the universe chancellor. You notice a bite on your arm that looks really bah. And something smells even worse than your beer breath. <laughs> Chancellor is after your girl. <laughs> I thought you were saying at the end it runs out of words. I no, it's, 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 every, it's cutting yeah. off it's every other the description. Word, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's, that's a game. Wow. Over on uh, PS Vita, you got TXK, Danganronpa, Trigger Happy Havoc, the one Colin's been talking about forever, yeah. Fort Defense, uh, Tukaiden, The Fort Age Defense? of Demons. Yes, yeah. Fort Defense. All hands on deck. 
pirate armada dead ahead. Take part in an uncompromising struggle, repelling free booters' assault. Watch out. The enemy may catch the tide for ruining your fortress. I didn't miss a word there. The enemy may catch the tide for ruining your fortress. Build towers, collect crystals, upgrade spells, and believe in your victory. Wow, they threw that last Fort one in. Just defense, three ninety nine. Tukaiden, the Age of Demons. I'm playing that right now. Yeah, Fort Defense. I, no, Age Tukaiden. of Demons. Oh god. Yeah. yeah, I hear good things about Tukaiden. Yeah, it's it's you know it's like a Dynasty Warrior just running around. It's but it's like Monster Hunter where you like you know you're expanding the map and going on because mm-hmm. it's, it's quest based stuff. Doodle God and Doodle Devil Bundle. Okay. Oh wow. wow! Together at last. Yeah. <laughs> Doodle God mix different elements to create your own universe in Doodle God. Starting from a single microorganism, it's talented to it would be start awesome. and end a sentence yeah. with the same phrase. It would be awesome if Doodle Devil was destroying the worlds created by people. In well, Doodle, we're gonna find out. Doodle God. Starting from a single the hottest iPhone game of 2007. Yeah, microorganisms create, create Stop being such tools a Doodle and Devil, all right? Oh. Unleash your inner God with Doodle God. Doodle Devil, embrace your dark side. While Doodle God was creating the universe, Doodle Devil was also having some fun. Okay, I, feel, I feel like we're, we're, we're summoning something by saying these words. Yeah, by saying <laughs> devil and god like ten times. No, by saying doodle so many times uh, in a 30 uh, second span. PS2 Classics Blowout. PS1 Classic is Pac-Man World, 20, Pac-Man World 20th Anniversary. Blowout? That old, like, really terrible Contra? Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah well, like again, a... it cuts off, but it's mutated clones have taken over and killed everyone aboard to battle platform Honor Guard, and it's up to John <laughs> Dutchka to stop them. <laughs> Wow. Then Wolf Fang. I'll just start writing articles this way, like like just cut, like right justify it and just cut off on that line. Yeah, you'll get there in the end. Uh, and that's it for that stuff. Uh, wow. More importantly, since we're publishing late, this is going up on Wednesday as an audio MP3. Thursday as a video. Uh, Last of Us DLC. Oh. Left Behind comes out Friday. The yeah, 14th. that's right. That's right. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Wow. We all have plans for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, totally. Uh, my, I mean, my Valentine's Day is going to be. I'll, I'll be unemployed for about two weeks. I'm going to end that day, my last day at IGN. I'm going to be single on Valentine's Day and play The Last of Us and play Titanfall Beta and watch mm-hmm. House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Why don't oh, you, right. Uh, House of Cards. I forgot yep. about that. Why don't you go out to a bar, meet a nice lady, take her home and make her watch, make her watch you know play what Titanfall. You don't want to meet a girl who goes out to the bar <laughs> on, Valentine. on Valentine's well, Day. I've been there before. Let me rephrase. Yeah. Go yeah. Do that. <laughs> yeah. I've been there before, Jack, and yeah. it's it's as sad and as wonderful as it should be. I mean, yeah. It's the hero you deserve. <laughs> Picking up a girl who's single at the bar on Valentine's Day when I'm leaving in two weeks is like the ultimate like dirtbag guy like way to yeah, do this. It's so. pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. A programming note for Podcast Beyond listeners. On Friday, the spoiler cast for The Last of Us Left Behind with Neil and Bruce from Naughty Dog goes up on IGN as video and MP3. So if you do the thing on the iTunes where you automatically download the podcast, it's going to get downloaded for you. Don't listen to it till you beat it. We give you plenty of time to get out in the beginning. You but I don't want the it. stories of you driving your van full of nuns and freaking that. You, yeah, you I, played it. Yes. Are you allowed to say how long it is? I do not think so. I think okay. I think I don't even know. That was all. It's all embargoed till okay. whenever. I think it's okay. Friday morning or whatever. Okay. But on Friday, you can hear me talk all about it. Okay. Did you, can I can I ask if you played it in one sitting? I did. Okay. Yeah. But I've done that for long. For twenty one. They're like prying the controller out of my hands. Pertilla's dead next to me. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, All listeners. Right. Hi, Remi- listeners. There you go. Remember, everybody, be part of the show beyond at IGN.com, just like Parker Meadows did. Beyond. 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 I would just like to say that Goldfarb will be sincerely missed. He was a great addition to Podcast Beyond. He was the perfect middle ground to Greg's extreme enthusiasm and Colin's Colinness. So those of us who actually know who Colin-ness. you are will miss you, but wish you well in your next endeavor. Thank but you. But 
I thought I'd take the time to ask this question. Mm -hmm. What is the first thing you plan to do once you get into the open world of infamous Second Son? I plan to jump in water and see what happens. Remember, (laughs) Cole couldn't get in water due to his electric powers. Yeah, I mean, Ah, it'll it'll probably be a lot like when I jumped into Infamous 2, like, I didn't... I just ran around Numeray and fucked shit up and got used to my power. And, like, so now things are different. Like, it probably will be a lot of, like, I'm assuming you start with smoke uh, just because that's the first thing they yeah. showed. So, yeah. like, it'll be a lot of, like, figuring out how to, like, you can, like, do really cool stuff. You can, like, go through vents and come out of pipes and yeah, all that crazy stuff. Awesome. Yeah, so, like, shoot out the pipe yeah. and then have, like, the, the ground below you to fly and glide over. Yeah, it's not the, the, it's not the first thing I'll do, but the thing I'm most excited to do is uh, the new neon powers. Right, and there's right. more. Awesome. That, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I mean, a Mega Man so thing. Cool. You, like, pick up powers from people. So, like, we haven't even seen probably, I, I don't think they said how many there are, but, like, they're could be other cool powers we don't know about yet. Like so. Cutman? Like Cutman. And... I just cut people to death. <laughs> no, you can too. Splash Woman. I want to see Woodman where you just show up and you just throw huge logs at people yeah. and they're like, what the hell? Like, it doesn't even make oh. sense. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Reconfiguring molecules to be a giant wall. <laughs> yeah, for me, it'll be the same thing. I want to explore. Like The really cool thing about this game is how different they seem to have been, or they, they talk about making Seattle. They're like, there's yes. different districts, and they feel different. And I want to go out and actually see if that came together. Yeah. And I guess that's true, too. Like, this is the first time it's a real city. So, I, like, I don't know Seattle super well, but I probably will go try and, like, look for the few landmarks I know. Yeah, like, go to the top like, of the Space Needle. Center yeah, and look yeah. for Space Needle. Exactly. Like, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. For, like, that that and Titanfall oh, yeah, are, like, right. the two things I'm most excited for. Right I'm going to look for Anthony Gallegos. Yeah. I'm crying <laughs> in the corner. That's that, man. You'll find a million people who look exactly like him. That oh, city's sure. just you full certainly of, like, will, yeah. shaggy-haired, bearded well, flannel guys. That's <laughs> the crazy thing, too, is that they went around and licensed local businesses, too, to be in that game. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I, like, awesome. the elephant car washes there. I know a couple, like, local the coffee places. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, go yep. see all that, There's too. pots yeah. in the new uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. The real thing, too, is, like, you know, that... Bet they didn't get Starbucks, though. They're Seattle. But and then away is Bellevue across, you know, like another island, not island, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. In the game, it might be, but Bellevue is where Sucker Punch is located. I want to go over there and see if they did anything for like what Sucker At Punch their is. studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. See if there's some stupid Sly logo somewhere. Oh, Nate yeah. Fox drunk that, outside. That's where Cole is. That's yeah. like where hey, you find Cole. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all get really meta. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be fun. Jeff, yeah. are you excited for Infamous? Kinda. Yeah. Did you? Like, yeah. What did you think of Infamous One and Two? They were okay. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I mean, I, I I wanted to like them more than I did, and I I played both of them. I never finished the second one. I just sure. was. Are you a big getting kind of? Are you a big like sandbox video game guy? I'm not a huge sandbox video game guy. I okay. kind of like the linear structure of kind of stuff. So so I tend to play like main story missions more than side missions. And with Infamous, you really need to play side missions a lot. Yeah. 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 Build up your powers and do stuff. So totally. I got to the part where I was like, oh, now you can't beat this boss because you're not strong enough. And I was running around and I just was kind of getting bored. Plus, I was playing both ways at once. Mm-hmm. I would like switch oh, like, oh, really? switch a different yeah. save file and I would do the oh, other one. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. And stuff. So I would, just because I wanted to see everything as like, fast as possible. Like see what would have happened. Yeah, yeah. So you were so kind of like... like halfway through the game... With both types and, and never finishing. So you, you were playing how the wiki's team is going to have to play. Right. Yeah, like, pretty yeah. much. I you were sort of like a you were like a, a doodle god and a doodle, <laughs> doodle god, yes. devil yeah. at the same yeah. time. God, <laughs> uh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, but I've, I've had that realization before where you play like four or five games in a row from the, uh, uh, one genre and you just come in and you talk to people about them and you're like, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. And all of a sudden you go, oh. Maybe I don't like that genre. Maybe it's just like maybe I don't like sandbox games because I've yeah. had a, a sort of similar thing. Like GTA Five didn't really grab me. Saints Row Four, like I played it for a while, it was really fun to just mess around. But I reach a point where I don't want, I don't care about the story to keep going because it feels like it's stopping me from having fun, and I get bored of just having fun. 
So yeah, I think I, that, fun sucks. Fun sucks. My, my point thing, the reason Infamous excites me is because I'm usually the same way. Like, most open-world games, I love messing around. I love driving around Los Santos and GTA V. Like, that is really fun. But, yeah, none of the story stuff has grabbed me at all. Like, I got to the first heist and then, mm-hmm. like, met Trevor, basically, and then never got any further than that. Um, for me, though, Infamous is one of the few, or Infamous 2, is one of the few games that actually did, like, I, I gave a shit about it. Maybe, maybe because I'm a sucker for superhero stuff. Like, yeah, me too. I'm the idiot still watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that because yeah. I'm enough of a sucker. But, like... Yeah, I liked Infamous 2 story a lot, and I liked the—I went good, but, I mean, I liked going back and finding out what happened if I right. did the evil stuff. Like, for me, that's one of the few that worked really well for me, which is why I'm so excited for it. Um, See, I, the, what's, what's hard for me in those games is I always go pretty good, so I feel like I'm always kind of disappointing people. What do you do in Mass Effect? I didn't play it. <laughs> oh. I mean, the ultimate the evil decision. decision. Oh, decision. I was yeah. a doodle devil. Um, no, but in Infamous, I do the same. I, I, I play really I play really good all the time, but every now and then I'm like, oh, I shot a cop. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. And they like they put up one poster of me. And they're like, he shot a cop, but <laughs> otherwise he's pretty good. It's, it's, it's hard to live, to, to live with myself when I do stuff like that. So I'm like, morally, it's so much easier to just be mi- miserable and horrible all the time in those games. But when you always play good, but you screw up every now and then, like it, it – affects you more it hurts you isn't it weird how that mechanic was so important at the beginning of this generation like like bioshock one infamous and mass yeah. effect and so many other things like made it and i guess to a lesser extent fallout like made choice this thing that was so important but like i don't know i i like the two different endings of infamous too but i don't know that we've gotten a game where it really 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 felt like it totally changed everything yeah to make your choices different yeah. like even walking dead gets there a little bit but like now nah, walking dead i think he's like even your choices in terms of like the ramifications still, like of the round. ending yeah, yeah, you, still go. yeah, yeah you, you all yeah. You get funneled into the same cone no like what. i can't wait till we have a thing where and maybe it's infamous second son i don't know enough about it but like where there is some kind of choice some kind of morality some kind of karma thing but it like fundamentally changes everything yeah. like that's one of those like next gen ideas that i think is really cool See, like, i think they're we'll get, i think they're getting better because like one of the first games i ever remembered playing like this was uh a true was it true crime that old cop game yeah and you were a cop but you could be a bad cop and if you were a bad cop it meant you weren't a cop you were a murderer like you were running around you were shooting everything like no police officer ever they'd be like oh he's a bad cop like no he killed 90 people that's not a bad cop anymore you make that's... training day look like yeah <laughs> training day looks like you look like a, a doodle do- a doodle god in the <laughs> just... alright it's over it's over <laughs> um, so but that was so ham-fisted and so dumb so it was cool to see like with Infamous it got a little a little smarter and a little better well that was what's yeah, interesting yeah. about the endings of him is that they are radically different yeah. right like I mean that leaves you the story in two different places which is why it was yeah. weird when they came out like we just have to choose one of the endings yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. that's, that's what's kind of tough too because they do like yes. when, the, when you do a sequel or something and The Walking Dead was sort of like when you started right. season two I brought over my file but for some people like they didn't do that and it was just like oh well uh, we'll make decisions for you and it's like oh Linda's dead and Bobby's alive and you yeah. have a kid with Joey and it's like how did that work <laughs> don't worry about it time travel yeah yeah. That, that's why I haven't played episode two of Wolf Among Us yet but I know like it begins differently based on what you chose at the end of yeah. season one so, yeah. or episode one so that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like it. It's just, it's you know, kind of like what you just said. It's we're gonna kind of reach a point where that creative freedom of making a branching gameplay like that is going to alienate a bunch of people. Like, yeah. you could spend five years playing a franchise like completely different than somebody else. Like, if I know you, you mentioned Mass Effect earlier, but doesn't that sort of happen with that where they're on their third one now and it just keeps going? Well, down that, that path? was that was why people freaked out about three because in the end, like three, the ending of three didn't play out as differently as people thought it would yeah. even though like the the characters that were still alive throughout did but like in mass effect 3 like 
if you had you know someone alive or, or someone dead rather they were just replacing them with like a different solarian or like a different like and there was still a character who functioned the same way they just uh-huh. had like a few less lines of quippy dialogue as a character. See, that, that and that's for me the same thing with what you're talking about with Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I'm like, sure it, I'm the exact same thing. Two, yeah, it's like, whatever. Don't don't ruin my fantasy of it being the one. This I, is I, so the, radically different. Can you believe I'm interrogating this guy instead of this guy? There will be a game that gets it. It'll happen. Sure, I just don't I mean, know it's, just, it's such a you know you have to invest so. Many, we were talking about how hard it you know now that we're on the other side of the industry, knowing what developers go through. Yeah, yeah you have to spend two games, years of your life on something no one will see. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean I can't yep. imagine that. Like uh, we when Uncharted 3 came out I remember people like wrote I was, I was I was doing some show with you and people wrote in and they're like oh you know when he was flying that plane over that area I just wanted him to like skydive down and like go to Africa for a year and it's like no someone would have to make that like you, can, you can't just have a guy fly over a part that's optional to drop down to that's a whole world like people have to understand that it takes hundreds of and thousands of people to make an, an entire environment like that so. right and that's why I think the smartest thing that people have come up with to replace that is like environmental storytelling like audio diaries and like in Dishonored like yeah. you can use the heart and learn stuff about people yeah. and in The Last of Us you can find stuff that enriches it but not everyone will see that but at the same time it's not like it took them all these resources and like two years of mocap to create a whole part of the game you'll never see mm-hmm. Nate from Michigan writes in and says do you think it's a no brainer to have Minecraft PS4 work seamlessly with the Vita if so why haven't we seen any features for the upcoming Minecraft releases thanks and beyond P.S. Damn great. you, Goldfarb. Greg and I want that like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I you and I are that. now oh in love with it. Minecraft on Vita is when it – yeah, that's like yeah. the one I'm waiting for the most for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, it sucks that we know nothing about P- – I mean the reasons that no features on IGN about PS4 Minecraft Minecraft Vita is just that they haven't talked about it. Nobody yeah. knows anything yeah. about it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's not Mojang doing it. It's J4, right? They're, they're yeah. the ones who but are – But they're the ones who did the 360 version and stuff. So sure. Like no, they're been, great. They yeah, did the yeah, PS3 yeah. version. I'm just saying that they're – you know, lips are sealed kind of thing. It was the same thing with Minecraft PS3 where – we knew that all these versions were coming, and then just one day they were like, "Okay, it's coming out in two weeks or whatever it was." Yep. I was like, "That's awesome!" I'm but glad they didn't hold it. Like, I'm glad they didn't wait to do PS3, put out PS3 one and four, thing. and beat all at once. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. that seems to be what happened with that HBO Go announcement. Like, it took forever for it to finally happen, and it seems to be because they wanted to be able to announce it for PS3 and four at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked for it, but I don't know how it's going. I mean, yeah, it's a no-brainer that it should seamlessly work together. But yeah, we Greg and I, I have been know. playing the PS3 version like crazy every. Morning at ten thirty Pacific. Here on IGN.com. Yeah. Here on IGN. It's like a um, fifteen minutes series. Series now, right? yeah. But yeah. yeah, but we always have the conversation. Like every all the work and all the progress we've done in our village or our town, whatever. Like, will that just pick up day one? Cloud save over to PS4. Like, I don't know. If I, like perfect world, I'm able to jump from there to PS4 and throw it on my Vita, turn off the TV, put something else on. Theoretically, it, it, train, it, it but... shouldn't be that hard, right? Because when we play, we stop, we 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 sign offline, and so then I just you know I cloud save the save to download on my other PS3. So if it's the exact same game. It wouldn't be trouble, but mm-hmm. if they have to make, you know, di- changes or whatever, if they're so, for some reason, and that's the thing, PS3 to PS4, I can't imagine being a, a major problem. Yeah. Uh, to Vita, it it becomes a question of like, does it have the resources to build your whole sure. gigantic world? Yeah, yeah, sure. And, I mean, like, something you built the entirety of fucking Game of Thrones, like, can it process that on the Vita? The, like, that's the, the PS3 thing. version is drastically smaller than the PC, PC version, and then there's a mobile version out for iPad and Android right. and stuff like that that's drastically smaller than the PS3 version. And I'm I'm talking about like. Instead of going on for you know five thousand blocks or whatever, it's a thousand or something like that. And I played the the tablet version, and it's cool. It's a fun toy, but it's a much smaller thing. So yes. I'm hoping that's not what the Vita version is. I'm hoping that the Vita version is somewhere between the two. I can sacrifice some draw distance in knowing that the world's bigger, but it'll just be fogged out until I get there. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited to keep playing that game no matter where it goes. Though. Yeah, for sure. Vita, it'll be the. Game changer, which yeah. I hate saying cliche yeah. quotes, but I mean for real, like uh, that'll be the only thing I play in my Vita probably for 
a good month or two. We'll see yeah. if, I'm, if I finally stop playing Spelunky by then. You should. So you're not going to play Doodle God? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a Doodle Devil. I, 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 I'll see how that one comes oh together. God. Jack, I'm happy you're here. Oh, yeah. Me too. First off, I like you. Oh, but secondly, most people know you as a Nintendo voice from the cha- channels, the sites. The real inventor of Koopalings, yes. Rick George. Yes, the, mm. the, I coined the phrase Koopalings. Which I, is, is I anyone Nin- using that anymore? Did we kill that? No, and I think Nintendo coined that face. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, fine. It's, it's fine. Bandar writes <laughs> in from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, and says, Hello, Mr. Miller and company. I read Mr. Moriarty's list of his top 25 games of all time, and I was really ecstatic to see two of my three favorite Mario games included in it, Super Mario World and Super Mario Th- Brothers 3. Now, of course, I had Super Mario World on my list, too, but I get no credit in this no. question. Yeah. I'd like to ask all of Fan you a boy. question, though. Which type of Mario game do you like? Do you prefer 2D Mario games or 3D Mario games? It's an, it's the impossible question. No, nope, because yeah. 2D it's, done. No, for me it's. I, Hold on, no, let me. My, see, that was it. My <laughs> favorite, like my favorite Mario, without doubt, is Mario Three for sure. That game did a ton for me as a kid. Or I mean, Mario World is a very, very, very close second. Super Mario, Super Mario World awesome. on SNES, yeah. But that said, like Galaxy or probably Galaxy Two is probably my favorite game of this generation, or very, very close. Yeah, and so like. I think both can be incredible. Like, yeah, like, gun to my head of all time. Of course I'm going to say 2D because that's what I grew up with. But I still think Tokyo EAD can make incredible, incredible new 3D Mario games. And a Galaxy I never, ever, ever would have seen coming. Sure. Yeah, I mean, my the, the one I always go back to in my brain is as being my favorite Mario game. And I, I, I play through Super Mario 1 every year. I play through Mario 2 all the time. 3, not as much for some reason, I, although I love it. Because it's well, garbage. Because it's garbage. Oh, World is fantastic. I played all. I like I, I play every Mario game probably more than anybody in this building, hands down. And Super Mario sixty four is the one that mm. goes. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. it's. It's open world. It's free. It uh, it's synonymous with uh, 3D gaming for the first time for me. So it's it's got this very memorable uh, part of my brain. It's just sort of like that's how you make a 3D platformer. And I watched that genre get like destroyed years <laughs> after that. Like it flooded with collectibles and rare for as much as I love what they used to do. I mean they they took that genre and they just put a billion. Here's a balloon and a and a puzzle piece and a blah and a hundred million things. And Galaxy took it and kind of constrained it to smaller bite-sized planets. And Mario Sunshine kind of like threw a lot of the rules out the window and put it in this tropical environment that I didn't care about. But Mario 64 (laughs) was everything I've ever wanted in a Super Mario game right there. Like all the platforming challenges of the 2D ones are there. All the freedom of the 3D ones are there. And it did it perfectly. Yeah, and I think think 3D World, the most recent one, the Wii U one, balances that really well. I guess what I'm saying is my answer to his question is that my favorites are the 2D ones. They are. Yeah. But as far as what I want them to make now, I never want to see another new Super Mario Brothers game. I yeah. do not want another 2D Mario because they're spinning their wheels. Like, I would rather see them just do – and I don't, I don't even want Galaxy 3. I would rather see them reinvent it again for better or worse and do something totally different. Yeah. And if that's 3D, mm-hmm. which it likely would be, like, I would prefer that right now. Yeah, we're also – I mean, we've been amidst this pretty awesome uh, 2D platforming renaissance in the last, you know, seven or so years, and we—I mean, we get we get a, a Donkey Kong Country game every two years <laughs> now, and, and a new and a new Rayman and stuff like that, and like all yeah. those play great. So I'm fine with those. Nintendo sort of passing the torch to those guys to do uh, 2D 
uh, platformer games like that. Nintendo can go on and do more stuff like 3D World or Galaxy 3 or make a Mario 64 too. You know, something yeah. that's just like what I loved about Mario 64 was it's this open world and there's paintings everywhere, and you jump in the paintings and that gives you an excuse to be like, I'm in Ice Town or right, Firehole right, 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 right. or whatever what, whatever it is, <laughs> Firehole. Um, go to that Firehole. Go to Firehole. Classic Nintendo locale. <laughs> and you know, everything else you kind of have to like shoehorn this fake this uh, progression to to get that in there. So sure. I don't know. I'm with Goldfarb. I've played every 2D Mario game. I enjoy them all but i'm kind of burnt on them yeah i think we got three in the last two years like i mean yeah and like you love you're the big defender of uh new super mario 2 the coin one yeah on i enjoyed it like, i enjoyed super luigi U. like yeah I mean, they're fun games and it's like if nintendo did that forever they could still make decent money if they had a system that was selling but like they aren't like they aren't doing the creative, weird, inventive Nintendo thing that I that I want from them, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and so 3D World came really close, though. I think 3D World is a, a cool way to balance. It feels like 2D levels, but I just love like, 3D World, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, really fun. Pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, everything I would say would just reiterate your guys' stuff. I like the... I mean, so when I say Mario games, I always Mario. think 2D. Yeah. yeah. If someone's like, oh, you like Mario, it's like 2D Mario. Yeah. I never think, yeah. like... You mean sunshine? <laughs> yeah. I love the water mechanics. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah, no, Galaxy Two is one of my favorite my hands down best Wii experience. Oh ever. yeah, yeah. For sure. Nothing Incredible even game. comes close to it. Yep. So yeah, but absolutely and never want to see a sequel to that and I never want to play a 2D Mario again. Another one. Like, I have a backlog of ones on my three D S. Like I got Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can happily replay any of them again. I don't need to get another sure, one. Sure, right. Yeah. yeah. I would love them to take time off, like kind of like Mega Man, right? Where, granted, now they took time off for Mega Man and kind of screwed it all up. Cancel but, like 11 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and then all of a sudden, like an 8-bit or 16-bit Mario comes back, right? And it's just that. It's not yes. what we've yeah. seen with, like, you know, the different new Super Mario Brothers where it's like... Oh, so you want it to be like like pixel art I would based. love a pi- another pixel art Mario. Man, Eventually. That would, that would be so cool. Not right yeah. now. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm with yeah. you on what you're saying. My, my hang-up always is that as great as Galaxy was, for me... I never. I don't know. It's probably just a personal problem, just being stupid. But like the depth perception was always off, and so like I would try. I would think I was gonna make a jump and then fall and die. And I was yeah. like, I was so over it before I even got deep into it. Of just like sure. I feel bad playing this game, and that's why I yeah. loved World so much. Or right, three D World, three D World, yeah. the new one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Their names are so simple. I know, right? Yeah. The Wii U. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Wii one. Well, three D World fixed the perspective a lot. Right, so and it, it was fun, and like, I could yeah. play it, yeah. and I was great. I, but I did the same thing with Galaxy for like the first hour I played it. I was jumping off the wall in the wrong direction. Falling into pits and stuff like that. Remember that wonder... it opens with like it starts 2D and eases you into 3D. Like yeah. they, they knew that their yep. depth perception was off yeah. in that game. Yeah. They try yeah. to like ease you into it. By yep. Galaxy Two, I feel like it was better. Although maybe that's just because by that point I had like 100% of Galaxy mm-hmm. One. Hassan yeah. writes in and says, "Dear podcast, first I would like <laughs> to say beyond, beyond. Oh, so he got the right podcast. Yeah, he yeah. got the right one. <laughs> he's just, this is just his general one. He said, <laughs> first off, I would like to say giant Bob." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a question for you. I own a PS2, PS3, PS4, PSP, and a PlayStation Vita. I recently found out Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes is only two hours long. My question is, one, should I buy it? If so, which system should I get it for, the PS3 or PS4? I've played the other Metal Gear games, and my favorite one is Metal Gear Solid 3. Plus, keep in mind I do have Infamous Second Son pre-ordered. I mean, I, I can't wait to get rid of my PS3. I would always say PS4. Like, I mean, I, I'm going to wait for Persona 5 and yeah. other stuff, but like... 
to me, there's no question if it's available for both. I'm, no, my my, my PS3 forward. is absolutely like that that cop that keeps getting pulled out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, like where he's like, God <laughs> damn it, last day. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, sorry, you got to do this again. You know, like yep. Wolf Among Rookie Us comes out. Rookie still doesn't have any cases. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I would go PS4 too because I mean, yeah. just that li- like it's like Assassin's Creed, right? Or Assassin's Creed 4 looked great on PS3, yeah. but it's just that little bit of shine they had on PS4. Yeah. It was like, yeah, well, totally. this is better. I'd rather have that. But more to the point. Should he? I mean, like, first off, wait for the full IGN review, yada yada yada. Keep it locked. But I mean, should he buy? I mean, based on time alone, two hours to complete the campaign of Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero, should he worry about that? I personally prefer that. Like, I would rather have a tighter thing with no padding, and it's cheaper. It's yeah. not a full sixty dollars game, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty oh, yeah. is this that is what it is? Like a, I think it's thirty on PS3 or thirty on PS4 and twenty on PS3, maybe. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, a... like, Revengeance was. Four hours yeah, or something, yeah, exactly. and that cost sixty bucks, and yep. sure. it was really fun though. So like, yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, my thing is like, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan, obviously. And like, Would you pay fifteen dollars an hour to play Metal Gear Solid. Well, it's it, that's just the <laughs> story. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still I gonna, would. I'm excited about it, and I'm still gonna do the same thing I do with Origins and take the day off and just sit there and do every side mission, do all. This. It looks like you know you could, HD Peace Walker. It's like you yes, take I a, want you, that. You could take a long lunch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not to do everything, Brian. Be back to by two. You'll be fine. <laughs> Mitch is. We can say publicly, Mitch is seeing it. So yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kojima yeah. posted a photo. You right, can see exactly. Mitch in the background. So I mean, well, yeah, we'll have more in it. I don't know when that embargo is but I, I mean there, there will be stuff coming and and i'm sure i think he's like probably seeing either all of it or a very significant chunk of it so i'm sure we'll find out more i don't think it's worth yeah disqualifying it from your buying purchase if you're a metal gear fan hours. you're gonna want to play it like if, i mean like i'm not gonna play it because i have no idea the hell's going on but like i think like <laughs> if you want mgs5 like the real mgs5 fan of pain when it's coming like this is the prologue to it that's sure. gonna bridge all the gaps and answer all your questions so yeah absolutely play it Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Podcast Beyond, episode two, no, 328. One day I'll stop being dyslexic about those numbers because okay. I do it every time. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, the podcast posts as an MP3, usually on Tuesdays, unless we have to dance around schedules. For and someone then, who's not even here. As a video on Wednesday. <laughs> this time, of course, it's posting on Wednesday with a video on Thursday. And then Friday is the last of us spoiler cast. Make sure you, you know, download it and get it all saved and prepped and watch it after you beat Left Behind. Don't watch it beforehand. Um... The podcast is all fun and games, but IGN.com keeps the mics on, so go there, read the articles, watch the videos, um, download the PlayStation 4 app so you can watch these videos on your PlayStation 4. Then make sure you follow everybody on Twitter. IGN is at IGN. I'm at Game Over Greggy. Brian is at Agent Bizzle. For the last time, Andrew Goldfarb is at Garfep. Nailed it. You did? Jack, what is yours now? You switched it a long time ago and it screwed me yeah, up. Yeah, I switched a long time okay. ago. It's a, at Jack Drat. D-R-A-T. Perfect. And Mike. Jack D Rat. You know, like Jack came in, Drat. Like he knocked over a lamp and got in front of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thing, and then stuck around for an hour, Drat. No, you were great. <laughs> uh, of course, everybody can go get Room Party at roompartygame.com. Yep. Nailed it. I'm getting good at this yeah. stuff. Really Andrew, I love you so much. You too. I'm going to miss you a lot. I'm going to miss you, miss too. you too. That's not fair. I'll still see you. Nope. I will never speak to you again, <laughs> and I will kill you if you show in up to anything again. In two years, you can come back for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some other idiot. Yeah, bring your collectible card game in here, knock <laughs> some crap over, and you're good to go. <laughs> Every podcast beyond ends in a so- segment with... Uh, I'm, I'm jumbled now. Every podcast beyond ends with a song in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up. Um, I thought it only fitting to play a classic. Uh, this is, of course, Go Beyond 
from Danny and Tori. This is the song that was set to the music video for Podcast Beyond episode right. 300. Uh, it's a song that makes me cry every time I hear it. So the yeah. fact that I'm all choked up now makes Do you me listen to it on the, on the way in the work? I do. First out I, I, you know, I don't like, I don't, I'm not like, like sobbing, yeah, yeah. but I get all choked up. No, I love it. It's a great memory. That's, yeah, it's yeah, such yeah, a sure. great song. Uh, sure, obviously, sure. you should watch the video. Uh, you can find that on IGN. I'll put it in the article as well. I'm putting a lot of videos in this freaking article, but you'll see it. And then, of course, go download it off iTunes. Go, and then it's slash beyond, slash like a backslash. I think they're forward slashes, forward right? Yep. Stupid internet. Danny and Tori, two-player co-op. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my podcast, Beyond. 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 Goodbye, Goldfarb. Bye. Bye. Bitch. If I were young, I'd run without stopping. If I were old, I would cherish my
the day of all new days. It's up to us this time. But I don't have anything prepared. Do we need like memories? Uh, yeah, one kid asked about that, yeah. But I mean, like, you can't come up with like what you love about Gold Farm in the gym. No, yeah, of course. Uh, we do rough report or anything? <laughs> no, no rough report. I totally um, forgot about that. Okay. It, it all breaks down when one person doesn't show up to yeah. the show. Well, what? What? We'll just make well, as I always. That'll be part of the show. That'll yeah, be part yeah, of the yeah. show. Yep, yep, yep. Ready? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.